A big welcome to episode 51 of Control the Controllables. Today we bring you a little bonus episode from New York City where we have British number one, Dan Evans, and his coach, Mark Hilton. They've joined the show, a quick, a quick fire podcast to give us the insight of what's happening in the bubble of the US Open. You know, we haven't had competitive tennis on the tour since since back in March when the tour was cancelled. And I think we're all kind of waiting with bated breath on, on how it's going to go. Obviously, from a security point of view, how the players are going to react to playing in front of no crowds and just a general insight into how things are. Uh, it's, it's a great little 15, 20-minute listen. Uh, I hope it gives you a little bit more of an idea of what's happening there and as we all start to try and get our feet back on the ground in the tennis world. I'm going to pass you over to Dan Evans and Mark Hilton. So Dan Evans and Mark Hilton, a big a big welcome back to Control the Controllables. Thanks for joining us, boys. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, yeah, just here in New York. No, great, great to have you on. I appreciate your time, boys. I just... What, what I thought, I think maybe for selfish reasons more than anything else, I'm sat home and obviously the US Open's massive news after what's happened the last few months. And it's like, I, I just wonder what it's like. I wonder what it's like there. And, and I think my first thing ever is, you, you're obviously going in there prepared. I've been entertained by you the last few weeks with the Battle of Brits. How, how are you feeling going into the US Open after that? Yeah, no, it was good. Um, you know, obviously the, a lot of the British people are a bit more you know, more prepared, I think, than some of the other players, maybe. So, you know, for the first few days, it's probably been a bit easier for them and hopefully in the matches as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, people will be at different points and, like, places in their, like, return to the courts. Some countries are a little different than others, so, yeah. And and do you you reckon that could become an annual event as well? Do you think there's room for it in the calendar? It seemed like it was such a big success. I think the team event, there should be uh, a place for it in the calendar. I think it should be, you know, that should, if the LTA get behind it and your Jamie has, you know, they could merge into something where that could be your funding model would be good, you know, where, you know, players can't turn down the money. Whereas at the minute, you know, you're just getting, you're getting picked on, you know, on someone's opinion where if you're playing a tournament, you're sort of working and you can... You know, everyone gets funded from all ages, you know, if you get into the tournament. So it could be could be a good chance to maybe change a few things. And I hope it, it stays an annual event. You know, it was uh, the best week for me this year. I thought it was uh, amazing fun and everybody, you know, got involved. It must have taken you a few days to recover from, from the energy that you threw at it as well. <laughs> the tooting of the horn. Yeah, it was a long, it was a long week. Um, I think everyone would admit probably two days a li- like too long. Yeah, but you know that. Yeah, it was a new event, and uh, you know I think the people involved needed it to be seven days, maybe you know to get that sort of funding, and yeah. but, and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, you know if it was an annual event, I think you know Wednesday to Sunday or something like that would be would be a great idea, and uh, you know. Everyone getting involved and, uh, you know, there's some really good uh, competitiveness and 
you know, a good vibe about the tournament as well. You know, it's not not every day you play with the Brits and against the Brits. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and I think it definitely brought British, British tennis into like a bit more limelight. Uh, American coach said that it was looked good on TV. So a few Absolutely. people have said that, but it's been good. Yeah, no, I, I was hooked on it. I was very jealous, I have to admit. I was very jealous watching it. You know, it was something that made me, I suppose, as a British coach, it would inspire me to want to be part of that as well. So I think it's fantastic. And Hiltz, also, it was great to hear you at the, I know the Battle of Brits, you weren't the team event, you weren't as involved in, but the, the individual event. I also, I really enjoyed listening to you at Change Events, you know, getting that insight of how you speak to Evo, you know, you boys both speaking to Lloyd as well, you know, that, that I thought was a great addition. How, how did you find that as a coach? And do you think there's space for that moving forward? Yeah, I think, I think as the viewer in particular, uh, it's, it's a great thing to have. You know, I was watching other matches, just intrigued about what other people were saying, Ooh. you know, how they, how they talk, whether it's tactically, emotionally, about coping with certain situations in matches. I think it's a, it's a really interesting dynamic and it's something that I would like to see further. I think it adds a little something to the game. I think that people, whether they're in tennis or, or not, would be intrigued by those conversations. You know, you look at other sports which incorporate that. You're always listening. You know, we, we watch golf. It's always, it's always something that we'd want to hear between caddy and player. Yeah. You know, I'd love to know what's talked about in dressing rooms, in football, with football teams. It's, it's, it's intriguing. And I think yeah, that it, it, brought that, it brought that to the event and whether they can do that more consistently moving forward or in independent events more often, I think it's something that brings a bit of new life and, and something different to, to the game. No, no, absolutely. And, and the big thing for me was the, the simplicity of messages that were being given. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. And, and Evo, there's a future there for you as a tennis coach, young man, as well. There was, I'm not sure that Lloyd would be able to handle your 12 months a year, <laughs> but maybe, maybe another player sometime. But mo moving to New York, um, tell us, what's, what's the experience been like so far, Evo? You know, you've, you've, you've arrived, you're in the bubble. You know, what have you had to do? What have the protocols been? Um, you know, it's been pretty simple, really, if I'm, you know, totally honest. It's not been anything we wasn't, I wasn't expecting. You know, I've been tested twice and then think I get tested again four days, in four days' time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you couldn't leave the hotel if you wanted to. The security everywhere. Yeah. They've done a great job with the hotel. You know, they've, you know, there's, it's, when you sort of leave the country and you think, well, every player is going to be in one hotel, you, you know, it sounds very claustrophobic, but it's not, it's not been, um, you know, I, I was saying last night, it's basically feels like a, a massive junior tournament all over again. You know, it's yeah. uh, every player and bar a few in the same hotel, you know, in some ways it's nice, you know, like you see, you see different people every day. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and then you know, obviously, it's a little, it's a little different to what you used to. They've made a good job of the hotel, as I said. You know, there's, I think, there's a few bars outside for the nice evenings. I think last night they played a movie on the big screen outside. Yep. So there's, there's things you know they're doing. I mean, okay, people might think I'll be, you know, big deal a movie, but it's, you know, That's it's nice. something. That, you know, get get away from the room because, you know, 
all day at the courts and all or all day at the rooms not not great either, you know, it'll wear thin after a few weeks. So um I think they've done a great job so far. The courts I mean is a is very different, you know, so quiet and you know, I don't think you can share a court either for practice, which is actually better. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's there's all they've done they've done a great job, I think, so far. Um you know, and hopefully there's, there'll be no, um, you know, players who test positive. Then it obviously comes a bit more com- complicated, I think. Yeah. And so how far is the hotel from the site? Yeah, it's a, it's a good, you're probably an hour, you know, 45 okay. to an hour. Um, yeah, which is, you know, it's not, to play a Grand Slam, it's not much to to deal with. You know, it's not, not the best news, but it's, it's okay. Isn't that normal in New York, though? New York's normally, I remember, certainly in the juniors, it was, there was always a, a decent trek. Yeah, I mean, you can do it within half hour to an hour, but this yeah. is 45 to an hour every day. It's, yeah. it's no shorter than 45. Yeah, okay. So it's a decent, it is a decent trek in. And yeah. then, yeah, and then, and then Hiltz, tell us, obviously, off, off air, you were just showing us, but tell us, tell us a little bit about the, the benefits of being seeded at the event, Hiltz. Um, well, we're fortunate because he seeded that he gets given a, a suite uh, on the on the Arthur Ashe court, which which basically leads out so you can you can watch the court, but also get your own private area. So whether he wants treatment or just to get away um, from all the other from the players in the player areas, um, it's a real it's a real privilege, I guess, to have that. Um, and we've already experienced the. The sort of benefits of it, you know, we've had a bit of uh, poor weather the last couple of days, so to be able to just relax in your own space has been good, as well as looking at sport to watch other practices, it's also a bit of fun. You see the boxes all around, so a lot of the players and their teams are out there watching the main court practice a lot. Yeah. Um, and and the steps have been good, like like Dan touched on, being able to have your own court in practice, um, guaranteed that, which is which has been a real uh, positive, and they've. The, 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 it's, it's, it's a simple process. You basically come in. You have to obviously wear, wear your mask throughout the day, if you, unless you're training or on the court. Um, there's different areas around the grounds for to order any food you want, and it's brought directly to you. There's they've, they've really made an effort to set up activities for players, whether it's you know putting, whether it's playing pool, whether it's football, tennis, they've got these areas, so they've really made an effort. I mean, you've got to say they have. And yeah. it's, you know, the fact that you're going to be on these grounds for the next few weeks, it's, as you say, it will all get a bit um, repetitive, I'm sure, but they've, they've, there's no doubt they've made a big effort and, and the players are, are thankful for that. Great. And what can we expect, Evo? What's your, what's your goals going into the two, two three weeks? Um, I mean, just... You know, I'd obviously like a, a good week, but, you know, i got to take the first round, take care of the first round, um, try and get my game on the court. You know, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it's all good and well practising, but, you know, the first round will be a different feel to it. Obviously, in a few different ways with no crowds, um, yep. you know, no lunges. So, yeah, and, and to get back on the main tours, you know, is always going to be, you know, there'll be nerves, obviously, and it's, you know, it's difficult, difficult for everyone, not just, just myself, but, 
you know, it'd be interesting to see how people come out. Um, you know, the body will be a, feel a little different starting out as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd just be a little different, but, you know, you get through the first round and, you, you know, you sort of get back into the feeling of preparing, recovering and, and day-by-day stuff. So, yeah, you know, obviously got a little bit of a taste of it and both of the Battle of the Brits. So, yeah. you know, it'd be nice to... Um, to get going again and you know there's not not that many days now to go so it's um it's, you know it's great great that we're out here and hopefully it, we get going and do you think there could be a benefit i was thinking about this the other day not all players seem to be as intrinsically motivated as you ever like i guess if we talk about your you know your background you've come through the futures level two or three times you're kind of used to just getting out there you know, we talked about on our podcast a few weeks ago as well. You you get stuck in, in in the Birmingham League doubles, and you and you have banter and you and you and you're working your arse off. Do you think you can maybe gain a little bit of an edge there that you don't really need the crowd to get yourself going, and maybe some of these players might need that little extra edge that doesn't isn't going to be there. They're obviously two big tournaments, and you know some people's personalities might may you know opt out and think you know i'm better on the clay i've got the french maybe yeah. there'll be a bit of that but you know at the end of the day we're still here playing a, a masters and a grand slam so you know if if that does happen you know i'll be i'd be happy to 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 take that but um yeah. and that's you know that's why we're going to go out and you know work hard and put my game on the court and be intense and and hopefully that you know, we get get some wins out here, but if we don't, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's good to be back playing in um in New York, and you know, just looking out now, they've did you know they're doing a great job, and I think it's going to be um it's going to be a success. And just so those listening, I, I'm looking at the boys, and I, I, they're not giving me much of a look because in the background is Novak Djokovic and Marion Silic. Are they still hitting hitting on the centre court behind you? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're hitting. Yeah, how's yeah. Nov- how's Novak looking? You just missed a backhand long. Oh my goodness, he's there for the taking, Evel. He's there. You, you boy, I'll leave you boys to get back to the scouting in a minute. But my my question to you, Hilt, have you ever been away with Evel for a trip where you've had to spend so much time with him? Because I guess normally you can kind of spread the spread the love out a little bit when the entourage is a little bit bigger. Um, yeah, how, how are you going to find that? Well, it's a great opportunity to take his cash and little games and stuff. Uh, so He's I, $120, <laughs> Dad. That's all you need to know. Uh, no, it, it, listen, it, it's, we've both got a lot of similar interests and, uh, and, it, and it's, it's, it's a lot of things to do here. So, you know, we pass the days quite, quite comfortably with practice, training and those little games. I've got to say, they do take up a lot of time in our day. But it's, it, it's good. But... I, yeah, just to touch on the fact of the feeling of getting back to to these tournaments, although it is a very different setting and and feeling, it's it's so good to get back to to these events. Um, and yeah. I think the one thing that Evo can can do is take a lot of confidence in the preparation. You know, Absolutely, it's been base part of, of of four months. And although there's a lot of unknowns out there, once the matches begin and the tournaments start, we know what's what he's done. We Absolutely. know how he how he's how he's committed over this last four months and you take confidence in that and, and like I said if he wins fantastic if he doesn't then 
it's just another week and, and, and hopefully there'll be some competitive tennis throughout the rest of this year where at some point um, I have confidence that it'll happen. And give us a little insight into the games, boys. <laughs> well, they vary. We, we're quite imaginative. I mean, we, we've got a physio table in the room, which, you know, the, 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 head, the, hole. the, the head hole, we, we've been aiming in that with the ball. It's been taking up considerable time. As I said, there's been, there's some mini golf here. There's, there's all kinds of stuff. There's table tennis. There's, there's actually a top golf in the hotel, which players can use. Right. Um, so, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're good. If we get this, if we get this podcast to a couple of thousand downloads, I might release a little video that I have of the head hole game. But until oh. until we get there, <laughs> don't worry, I won't be letting anyone know who wins ever until until those two thousand downloads happen. Boys, thanks a lot for your time. I know that you're you're ready to to get back and do what you need to do. Evo, a massive good luck from us all. Yeah, it's been a pleasure watching you prepare the last few weeks. You know, we're all behind you, mate. Um, Go and get stuck in. And, and Cheers, guys. Good luck, boys. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Kenna. Thanks, mate. Thanks a lot, boys. A big thank you to, to the boys for giving up their time. Um, whether it came across clear enough on the podcast, I'm not sure. So just to, to let you know, Dan Evans, it's the first time that he's been seeded at, at a Grand Slam. And, and one of the big privileges of that is that they get their own suite around Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, I'll be posting a little video in the next couple of days so you can see that as well. But just you, you get to see a pan- panoramic view of Arthur Ashe. Uh, they've got their own little balcony. They've got their own space. Um, and yeah, what a, what a reflection of the work that Mark Hilton and Dan Evans have done over the last few years that he's now a seed at a Grand Slam. Uh, big friends of the academy. Uh, we've got a, a genuine invested interest in, in them both as good friends and we wish them the very, very best of luck in New York. Uh, the whole academy are behind you boys and, and we really appreciate your time. I uh, hope everyone else has continued to enjoy the podcasts and we'll be back in the next couple of days with, with our next podcast which is going to be Jonathan Overend. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be coming out on Saturday. So another fantastic pod to look forward to. For now, I'm Dan Kiernan, my co-host John McGann. We are Control the Controllables. <laughs>